0: bada bing bada bam
1: hi everyone welcome to this week's bacon a mystery bacon a murder episode and i just want to say before i hear any comments not that i can hear comments before i see any comments that are like oh my god why does she sound like that listen i don't know what's going around town but it's knocked out my entire family, even the kids. I feel like they started it. The kids they're, too? Yes. I feel like oh. they're patient zero. They're always patient zero. So if I sound nasally, if I sound like I am 10 months pregnant and I just ran a triathlon, it's because I I can't breathe. I mean, it's gotten to the point where the pressure in my ears, I feel like I'm not even yelling right now. But I'm pretty confident I'm yelling. I can't hear a thing. What'd you say? <laughs> he can't hear a thing either. So. Let's get into today's episode. We're also making something. We're baking again. Don't get mad at me. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, all right? It's been a second. It's been like a week. Whatever. (laughs) So we're talking about a very famous K-drama that was super hyped and it is called Mine. It's on Netflix. I think it came out like a year ago, but it's really good. I saw it like getting its hype again on TikTok and the premise is, what would you do? If you saw your son's tutor that lives in your house, like a live-in tutor, wearing your clothes that night and dancing around your living room by herself.
0: Like night walking?
1: No, but she's like, not asleep. Mm-hmm. Night walking. You mean sleep walking?
0: Uh, sleepwalking?: Sleepwalking.:
1: <laughs> <laughs> You weird? Like what would you do? So let me just get into I'm going to pop you right into it. Episode one starts off strong, because do you think? Do you think that I like to start the videos with the same intro every time? Do you think I like to sit here and be like, guys, trust me on this one. They were the perfect rich family. (laughs) Like, do you think that I like doing that? Like, they're so perfect, guys. Beautiful Range Rover, perfect rich family. But of course, they have their secrets. You think I like doing that? I get it. The plot itself is intriguing. I will admit, I love a good twisted, dark domestic thriller. But I do love it when they hit us with a little something different. This one they did. So episode one, it starts in a Catholic church. My grandmother was a Catholic, and in the shows they make it look so much more sinister and so much more cool, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it looks more like a cult.
0: What are you making?
1: I found this in my pantry because I was scared people were gonna get mad at me that I wasn't baking. (laughs) It's cold. Get type. Mix. It's like a black sesame bread dough ball, mm, nice. dough ball. It um looks, you don't need to know what it looks like until you know what it looks like, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> so I'm just gonna get the mix, you can get it at H Mart, right? And then you just throw in an egg, you throw in some milk, this is almond milk. Almond, It's not oh. a lot of milk. <laughs> Anyway, it's in a Catholic church, and they always make it look so sinister, right? All the candles, there's like a giant altar and a bunch of nuns. One of them is very important in this show. Her name is Mother Emma, and she begs the Lord with her eyes closed, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And then she opens her eyes and she looks like she had seen a ghost, just like in the back of her eyelids. She gets up from the church pews, runs out the chapel, and starts booking it. And she's running through the woods like, look at this nun go. She can really go. She's like an old lady. She's sprinting. She bursts in through the building, soaking wet. I saw it!
0: Burst in what building?
1: Just you wait. Uh-oh. There's a bunch of people moving around, and she says, I saw it! I witnessed it with my own two eyes! Someone was bleeding to death! A murder! It's a murder! I saw it! The police officers stop what they're doing, and look at this lady like she's the terrifying one. What murder did Mother Emma witness? And why didn't she remember it? Was, it, was she so traumatized that it was deleted from her brain and she forgot? Let's bring it back. Two months, 60 days. This is when it all started and Mother Emma is our narrator for the show.
0: How how old is she? What does she look like? What's her height? What's her...
1: Mother Emma? Okay, you want the whole visuals. Alright, I can do that. I can give you the whole visuals. Mother Emma is probably in her 80s. 80s. Yeah, she's probably. I was picturing
0: like a 30-year-old. Oh
1: my god! Well, good thing you asked. I I thought I said she's old. She's literally like a high money. and she looks kind of frail. She's very, very thin. Looks kind of. Honestly, she looks sweet. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like if I found her in a Catholic church, I'd be like, you know what? Let me confess my sins. Mm. Let's go in the box. I don't think she can listen to my sins. I think that's only priests, but you get the idea. I would feel comfortable telling her all the nasty things I've done in life. She doesn't seem that judgmental. Mm. She seems kind. And she said that it all started... Okay, you know, actually, I take that back. She does seem kind, but she seems like the type of woman that is too wise for her age. And I feel like she would say some shit that makes me have like a quarter-life crisis.
0: What do you mean too wise? She's 80 for her. She she should be wise, no?
1: I don't know because I've met some 80-year-olds that have no idea what they're doing still. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, She's very wise. (laughs) And uh, I gotta introduce you to the Han family. This is where it all starts. This is the perfect family but not in the way that you imagine. Delete every other bacon and mystery visual that you have. Delete it from your brain. This one is different. They're not perfect. Nobody even thinks they're perfect, but they are taebols. This is, I'm talking your billionaires. They are one of the OG billionaire families in South Korea is the vibe. They're loaded. This family runs Hyowon Group. Think like Samsung. Think like SK Group, like some of the biggest companies in South Korea. Think, think if they're the family that owns, I don't know, oil right they're rich they're twisted they play mind games succession we're gonna get all of that but they're also super eccentric the chairman of the group the old man the dead that the man that's about to drop dead and pass on his entire empire to one of his three children It's just like succession, two sons and one daughter, okay? He basically forces all of his full-grown adult children and their spouses and their kids to live in this massive apocalyptic compound, and it's multiple houses with these aesthetic walkways and man-made ponds in between each other and each house houses one of his three children, and then one of them houses him and his wife, and they all have different vibes. All very different vibes. Actually, he lives in one of the houses with his oldest son.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's kind of crazy. Every single thing about it gives me, like, bunker vibes. And the fact that they all have to live here while they constantly, actively fight to the death for the chairman position is just kind of sadistic. So the chairman, he's got a strong affinity for peacocks. Yeah, it's like creepy rich people shit. So he has a peacock in a giant cage in one of the massive front lawns.
0: In a cage?
1: It's like one of those bird cages. It's beautiful. It's like gilded metal. And there's just a peacock, yeah. Oh, Oh. I think sometimes they let it out and then the staff have to run after it (laughs) to put it back into the cage. Yeah, but it's it's weird. Technically, they're out in the middle of nowhere, but eventually it seems like other rich people have joined them, not close, but nearby. Enough so that there's a Catholic church nearby where Mother Emma is. Oh Mm. yeah. And this nun happens to be very friendly with one of the kids in the Han family. Okay, this is my first time ever. I knew something was different about Mother Emma because the second scene that I saw her in, she had a Birkin 35, just on the, I've never seen a nun with an Hermes bag. I've never seen a nun, right? (laughs) And honestly love that for her. And it makes me think, what's she doing with this rich family? What's going on? So they also have these like local schools that the Catholic church runs that seem to be catered towards the local children, not the rich children, the local children. It's very cutesy, it's a bunch of random kids, and uh, the rich families like to fund it and donate it because they're like, we feel so good about ourselves. So let me give you the family breakdown. It's going to be important in the games of succession. So we have the current chairman, Harold, and uh, he's going to soon, and his wife, Agatha. She's crazy. Oh, she's nuts. And then he has two sons and one daughter. So the order is son, daughter, son. The eldest son is Warren. He's probably in his 50s, maybe 60s. So don't be picturing like no YA type of scenario, no young 19-year-old heir to the billion dollar throne. Like he's a 60-year-old man and he's not that cute, even personality-wise, so I can't offend him, okay? It seems as if he's not that bright, nor is he that hardworking. The only reason that he seems to at least be able to make it in this family so far...
0: Wait, did you say just like secession?
1: Oh, yeah, Kendall, Shiv, Roy. Yeah.
0: Wait, but there's another son.
1: Oh, yeah, F- Connor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I man. Okay, anyway.
1: So then Iris is his wife. And Iris, I mean, just literally one look at Iris, she looks like she's gonna be the next CEO to this corporation. She's clearly the brains of the couple. And if it wasn't for his family, he would be bringing her down. I don't even know why she's with him. I'm not sure that I would say that this is a loving relationship, but they're- they're- they're cordial. They're professional. They both know what they're getting out of each other. And then we have the daughter, Ophelia. She's kind of the girl version of Warren, except bitchier. She's crazy. She's married to this young, hotter husband named Spencer, and he's constantly cheating on her, and she's constantly throwing, like, Hermes plates at him. And they're always like, that's Hermes. It's like I don't know if they're sponsored. I don't think they are. But it's just so much Hermes in this one. Okay. Then that's we like have. That's like the
0: trend in the K drama right now. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, it's Hermes. I feel like they're like, ooh, we're over Chanel. We're over these bags. Now we're gonna go for Hermes.
0: And then next one's gonna be Laura Piana. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> And then we have the second son, the youngest, Qiyong. He's younger, more conventionally attractive, aka not as sleazy as Warren. He also seems to be um, one of the more hardworking of the kids. He seems like a smart guy. He's married to a former actress who quit her job to be with him. She was a successful actress, quit, and now she's a full-time housewife. Her name is Ha and the two of them share an eight-year-old son. Out of everyone in the family, they seem like the most normal couple out of everyone. Like, they genuinely seem to enjoy each other's company. But we're going to see how this goes. So the first part of the episode just focuses on, you know, getting to know the lay of the land. Getting to know the characters. Which one we like, which ones we don't. Which ones are like stereotypical rich people, which ones are like a little bit more forgivable. And quickly, we learn these people. So the first one is ha Do you remember her? She's like the main character. She's the youngest son's wife, the former actress.
0: Mm, okay.
1: We like her. She is the former actress, wife to the second son, and um, she's close with Mother Emma. She's the one that's friends with the nun. And she seems to spend most of her time as a housewife, mother, and philanthropist. She works closely with Mother Emma to fund random groups. There'll be a group for single moms. She's like, "Mm, let me throw in some money. There'll be a group for inner city children. She's like, "Mm, let me throw in a bajillion dollars. She loves it. It's like a
0: reverse job. (laughs) Yes,
1: a reverse job, spending money job, but like for the good, so I guess, right? And uh, she even visits the local elementary school where she sees a really strange scene unfold. There's a bunch of gangsters. And in Korea, you can tell who's a gangster because they all wear suits. Be like, wait, how do I know which one's a nine to five and which one's a gangster? Oh, you know. Okay, so these men, their undershirt is unbuttoned all the way. Okay, they got the gold chains, but they're wearing a black suit and they they just look like they reek of cigarettes, beer, and farts. That's what they smell like. And there's five of them grabbing at one of the elementary school teachers. And so she walks up there and Haisu is like, what the hell is going on? And the men ignore her. They don't know who she is. And they're straight up trying to kidnap this woman, this young teacher, into their car in broad daylight. They're like, mind your own business, lady. Hazu grabs the young teacher, shields her with her own body, grabs her phone, calls the cops. This is a school after all. We have to teach the students how the law works. The cops show up, they start questioning all the parties involved, and Hazu is kind of standing off to the side with Mother Emma.
0: Mother Emma's there too?
1: Yeah, she, cause the church runs
0: the school. Well, oh, she, the, um, uh, Mother Emma came? After? No, Mother
1: Emma was with Haseul and was giving her a tour and was like, this is what your money did, thank Uh, you.
0: Oh, (laughs) you're together. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and uh, Mother Emma tells her, you know, apparently her dad borrowed money. She has three younger siblings, but I guess she's been working here to pay back the loan. I mean, how much debt do you have to be in for these gangsters to come and try and take her like this, in broad daylight? So we like Hasu, she seems very nice, but she seems utterly sheltered. Like she has no idea that this is the life of a lot of people in South Korea. They borrow money from loan sharks, they can't pay it back, so their kids or their loved ones get a good beating from the loan sharks to encourage the debtors to put some money down. Usually it's never a lot of money, Mrs. Hasu, but sometimes a little bit of money, people will end their lives. People will kill others for what you may consider to be pennies on the dollar. Hasu has the bright idea to have her sister-in-law, Iris. Okay, are you following? So Hasu is the second son's wife. Iris is the first son's wife. So both of them have married into this family. Both Uh of them are daughter-in-laws. Yeah. And technically, you would expect that they would be rivals in a show like this, in a dynamic like this. That they would absolutely hate each other because, you know, in Korean culture, (laughs) the sons are like the heirs. Usually it's the firstborn son, but these days it's more about who has more skill. So she says, you know what? Maybe Iris would like to hire her as a maid. She's looking for a new maid. And it's going to be safer in the compound. She lives there where the gangsters can't get to her. And Iris probably pays more than this Catholic church school. (laughs) Meanwhile, Iris is also hiring for Hasu. Iris calls Hasu and says, hey Hasu, did you end up finding a tutor for your young son, Henry? I found the perfect one. So they're just recruiting employees for each other. And a few things to note, like, again, it's very nice to see women get along like this. They're really friendly. They're very professional, but they seem to be on good terms. Either way, both of these women are going to come and be interviewed with the opposite daughter-in-law. So the potential maid is going to be for Iris, but she's being interviewed by Hazu. The teacher is gonna be the teacher for Hazu's son, but is being interviewed by Iris. I guess it's easier to ask questions, I don't know. Mm. But when we see the tutor come in, I mean, just judging by the trailer, we know shit was gonna go down because we see this leggy woman, all legs, all stiletto. I mean, she's not wearing a mini skirt. She's dressed very professionally, but something about her, I love women. I do, and I obviously want the best for my hypothetical children, but that lady's not living in my home, okay? That lady, I'll tell you that much, she's not living in my home. She just, does a lot. She's strutting in the rain dramatically towards the mansion with her umbrella, and she just, I know she's gonna fuck shit up, okay? I just know it, I can feel it. Even Mother Emma, the narrator, tells us, this is the day, this is the day that the murder plot began inside the Han family. There was a distinct hierarchy in place in the family. Everything was running smoothly. Everyone knew their place, knew the line, and knew how not to cross it. Until she showed up. And she changed everything. So Iris is interviewing the tutor, Jacqueline, and Hazu is interviewing the potential maid, Margaret. So, Jacqueline is probably in her 40s. Same age as all of these women, like 40s mm-hmm. and 50s. The le- all-leg one. Yeah, the all-leg tutor.
0: It's Jacqueline.
1: Jacqueline, you know? Okay. And then the maid, the potential maid, her name is Margaret. She's probably like late 20s, maybe like 26, 27. hmm So... Different age gaps, keep these in mind And Margaret might not be the highest pedigree of education out there But just the way she speaks is so soft and kind and incredibly patient She also has a lot of younger siblings that are around Henry's age So Hazu thinks to herself I know that I offered her to be a maid at Iris's place But maybe she can tutor my son And again, I know this is a Timor family Where they're being tutored by some of the best of the best Elite education, blah 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 But you know, Hesu is not really that person. She just wants the best for her son. So she calls Iris and tells her, hey, I know I offered her the position as your maid, but I might want her as my tutor. Do you mind taking Jacqueline? Or if not, I can send my condolences. Like, sorry, Jacqueline, it's not gonna work out. Mm -hmm. Iris hangs up, looks at Jacqueline and says, your resume is very impressive, But it seems that my sister-in-law has already found a tutor. You can be a secretary here. You can live here as well. I will provide housing. It'll be easier than tutoring a kid. No maid duties will be involved. You will just have to be a house manager of some sorts. And we see something interesting. A flash of disappointment on Jacqueline's face. Why? I mean, I'm assuming that Iris would pay her the same. I mean, that's what's implied. And the job seems a lot easier, less stressful than tutoring an eight-year-old that is the son of a chay family, probably a petulant little child. Why would Jacqueline be disappointed?
0: Because she likes her old job.
1: But before Jacqueline can respond, a man walks into the room and she stands to bow. It's Warren, Iris' husband. And the way he's eyeing up Jacqueline up and down like a TSA scanner, Iris clears her throat, and when he leaves the room, she just bluntly states, I think he would be a great fit for Henry as his tutor. Thank you so much.
0: Wait, wait. oh, she's kicking her out now? (laughs) Yeah. Because the husband was staring her down?
1: Yeah. So she's going to talk to Hazu and get Margaret the maid on her side and send Jacqueline the tutor over there.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Iris walks her to the door where the staff will walk her to Hazu's compound, her mansion. Which, side note, you can see their personalities in their homes. The main compound where Iris lives with Warren and the chairman, the old couple, it's very cold, modern, a lot of glass, a lot of concrete. And the home that Hazu resides in, because it seems like everyone in this family comes from these types of families. Hazu, I'm sure, comes from a wealthy family as well but she's just so much more personable. She doesn't care to play these games, it seems. Her home is so warm, it feels like a Parisian escape. She has these blush-colored couches, and it looks like she uses them. I mean, they look like someone steams and cleans them on a daily basis, but at least for two seconds, you might be able to see like a butt imprint somewhere. So, both of the women, Margaret is escorted to the main house, and Jacqueline is escorted escorted to the Annex house, which is Hasu's house, and the narrator tells us It was fate That these women would cross paths and start a series of events that would lead to murder Side note, Iris does notice something before Jacqueline leaves, which is that she has a limited-edition fancy umbrella and a designer purse She notes it. It's just very interesting. Anyway, Jacqueline gets introduced to Hasu and even Young. So, this is Hasu's husband, the second son of the chairman. This is Henry's father. And everyone is cordial, everyone is polite. But I don't think that Jacqueline was ready for Hazu. I'm sure that Jacqueline was a tutor for a lot of these wealthy families. And a lot of these wealthy families in Korea. Do you want me to mix it? Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of these wealthy families in Korea, they are depicted in a certain way in K-dramas for a reason. You know, a lot of them are very professional, very cordial, a little bit cold, if not overly polite to the point where you feel a lot of distance. But Haseu acts different. She's making Jacqueline waffles, and instead of being jealous that her husband might stare at this pretty woman that is also conventionally attractive, she grabs Jacqueline's hand across the table and says, I really hope that you can get along with my son and take good care of him. He's a picky eater, he's kind of shy around strangers, but he's a free spirit. Some people might think that he's rude, but I promise you he is the opposite. He is kind. He just has an interesting way of thinking. (laughs) And it's clear that she loves her son so deeply, and she pulls her hands back. I can make you a list of approved foods that he likes, it'll just make it a lot easier on you. Oh, and Jacqueline, we have a family dinner tonight. It's for adults only, so of course, I'm gonna leave Henry to you. And just like that, the door opens and Henry is running into the house. Okay, he just got home from school. And he's like, Mom! Henry, in like, introduce yourself. This is your new tutor, Jacqueline. She crouches down. It's nice to meet you, Henry. Mom, I'm hungry. Okay. Let's go upstairs, wash our hands, and we can eat some snacks. So Hazu walks up the steps with Henry, and we see Jacqueline watching her. Again, she's just watching her very curiously. It's like she wants to Jacqueline her life, like, jack her life. Okay, sorry, these are not hitting today. And she's gonna stir some shit up. And so now that's been established, we get to see the chairman's wife, the mother-in-law to these women, the mom to these kids, Agatha. She's a character. Agatha. She's the one that likes to, she's the one with the giant obsession with peacocks. She's the one that got the chairman to cage a peacock in the front lawn. And she's sitting on a chair right next to the cage, and she's got this man in a tuxedo singing to her. And she's singing along, and the house manager, Mrs. Ju, is standing there also singing along. And they're both wincing because she's a horrendous singer, but they have to keep grooving to the tunes because, you know, Rent is due. But even the peacock wants to jump off the roof. And then she waves her hand. Enough! My heart is feeling a bit blue today. Pick a new song, something a bit more cheerful.
0: Is she like also 80? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. And
1: she dresses really eccentric. Like just think oh. of your stereotypical evil eccentric lady.
0: Ooh. Okay, I like She's got it. like
1: all gray hair, dresses really crazy, and technically she's probably old money, but she acts really new money. You know what I mean?
0: They're supposed to be balls? Yeah. But they can't really see you, they have to pull in more.
1: They're supposed to be balls, they look like dong. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, of course, absolutely, a new song chairwoman. And I... Uh, and she smacks him. <laughs> <sighs> Forget it. What's my next schedule? Yes ma'am, after this vocal lesson, you have a workout session at the gym. And where's my husband? He's in the study, madam. And we see Chairman Han in the study caressing a big blue diamond.
0: A blue diamond. He was caressing something
1: else. (laughs) (laughs) You weirdo. (laughs) A big blue diamond on a necklace while he ponders probably another way to make a trillion dollars. And side note, just the sheer amount of staff that this family has is wild. Like it's a whole town employed. Like this compound could be an economy of its own. Like it could have its own GDP. Anyway, back to Hazu's house. We see her with the stylist picking out clothes and Jacqueline is bringing up Henry's after-school snacks to his room and when nobody's watching, she's not able to Pyojong that's what we call it in Korean but it's it's called face maintenance, the direct translation. It's really important in Korea. Like when people say some shit and you don't know how to maintain your face like you're not gonna have a good professional life, right? It is hard for her to maintain her face. Can you push it closer to yes. anything? So she's basically watching Haseu picking out this expensive ready to wear pieces like it's nothing and whether she's looking at her with disdain out of jealousy or whether she's looking at her with disdain out of the eat the rich type of feeling we're not sure but when Hazu glances she snaps back smiles nods all of them nod and heads up the stairs I just want to go blow my nose real quick so if it's red that's why and then we got these (sighs) We got the little...
0: Little sesame spikes that looks like...
1: They look so bad. They look like some sort of sea creature. I don't even think I feel comfortable eating it. And uh, they looked so odd. I checked on the box when I was coming down and they're expired. What? (laughs) I'm so sorry. I I
0: was debating if I should No, we have to eat it.
1: I don't know. I don't think I can take a chance. I already have like the hot sweats. I have a a raging flu or something. You're eating it? How is it? Oh, that's weird. The amount that you're chewing that is bizarre.
0: I mean, do they ever expire though, flour?
1: Yeah, they expire. There's like other ingredients in there other than flour that's expired, honey. Mm. Can you taste it? Oh, yeah. Look, show them. There's a hole Guys, in the middle. It becomes like ball. a... <laughs> it's supposed to not look like this. Like, it's supposed to look a little bit more moist mm. and be a little bit... Like, this... It's pretty good. It looks kind of sandy. Don't eat it. It's expired. It's pretty good. So, anyway, Jacqueline heads upstairs with the snacks, and he's who says, I'll take this one. So she's talking about all the dresses that she's picking out, and she's picking one out for that evening for the family dinner. She's looking at ready-to-wear floor-length gowns, because that's how they do family dinners here. And she's like, I'll take this one. And her stylist says, oh, I'm not sure if you were allowed to wear such vivid colors. And she says, and that's what makes wearing vivid colors so much more fun. Let's do the orange gown. So she picks out this orange strapless gown. And side note, I don't think it's the fact that she can't wear an orange gown and the family forbids colors, but most likely, here's my speculation, Korean society doesn't like rich people at this caliber. They especially don't like rich people at this caliber to flaunt their wealth. So such bright, vivid colors can maybe come off as very um, tasteless, like you're trying to be the star of the show, like you're trying to stand out, like you want to point to your wealth.
0: I'm so sorry, who is this again?
1: This is the second son's wife. She's like the main character,
0: Mm -mm -mm. okay? Okay?
1: But Hizo doesn't seem to be that type. She just seems like she likes bright, cheery colors. Meanwhile, Iris, the first son's wife, Gets changed in her all-black gown, and she finds the perfect diamond necklace and earrings set And her husband, Warren, walks in Honey, who did the seating this time for the family dinner? He's who? Last time I hosted, so this time she Wait, so if she did the seating, she probably put her husband in front of my father, right? I mean, of course which is good because if you were sitting across from your father, you would simply just piss him off, wouldn't you? (sighs) By the way, your father's blood pressure has risen and he's taking medication for it now. (sighs) Okay, honey, well, I don't wanna sit across from my dad either, and just so you know, my blood pressure is high too. And he walks off, beached at his wife, okay? (sighs) I know K-pop has increased the amount of people wanting to go to Korea, find themselves a Korean oppa, a Korean nuna, and start learning Korean, and let me tell you, I feel like I have an easier plan. Let me give you a better suggestion. Learn Korean before you go, And I will be your Korean oppa. Okay, I'm serious, but of course. You know, one of the easiest ways to learn a language is to go to that country. Sometimes it's just not that feasible to travel across the world, especially for as long as it would take for you to learn that said language. Instead try Rosetta Stone. I'm using Rosetta Stone for learning Mandarin and I've actually literally loved that I'm doing the most Okay, but we have so many different trips of traveling next year That's planned out and I want to visit Japan So I'm picking up a few lessons here and there in Japanese I'm picking up a few lessons here and there to brush up on my Korean and it is so much fun truly If you guys want to learn a new language use Rosetta Stone Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and I love that it just truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Instead of just using English to language translations and memorizing a bunch of random note cards, Rosetta Stone helps you learn words in a very intuitive way. It feels like you're learning your first language. The best way that I can describe it is it feels fun and stimulating rather than some sort of academic lesson that you have to get through. I find that I learn these words quicker, faster. They even have a built-in true accent feature, which gives you feedback on your pronunciation of words. And it's just so convenient. You can take bite-sized lessons and even download lessons offline so you can do it on the train or on the plane. And Rosetta Stone has over 30 years of experience teaching millions of users like myself. And you can learn 25 different languages on Rosetta Stone. Korean, Spanish, Japanese, Chinese, German, French, literally all of it. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, our listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 100 forty nine dollars for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life So redeem your 50% off at Rosetta stone.com baking today And then we just see cars upon cars of people rushing into the compound, going through like five different security gates, Caters, waiters, staff, it's a whole production. They even have a full orchestra. They've got like prosciutto being cut in the grass, like not in the grass, but they've got all these different tables set up. They have chandeliers suspended on poles over the dining table outside for a family dinner. I thought it was a party, a full on party with (laughs) other people coming. it's just the family members gathering.
0: It's a daily thing.
1: It's not a daily thing, <laughs> but it's uh, when the whole family gathers.
0: Mmm, okay.
1: Yeah, and when everyone is seated in their full Met Gala attire, which is so strange because like I said, nobody else is there but their family and like 200 staff waiting on them. There's a few things that happen during this dinner. Iris notices that Hizu doesn't seat her own husband across from her father. They are seated next to the father, but not a cross. A cross is usually where the heir sits. So maybe it could signal that Hizu isn't trying to play power games and respects Warren's position as the first son. Or it could signal that who believes that her husband has got it in the bag so hard she doesn't need to do that. We don't know. Hmm. But we do know that Iris likes Hezu to a degree. And everyone except Iris, Ji and the chairman seem annoyed with Hisu's attitude. Wait, wait,
0: slow down. Everyone except what?
1: Iris, her husband. No, Iris, Hisu's husband. Do you want me to give Hisu and them different names?
0: Hisu is the third son, right? A second son, right? No, Hisu is the wife, <laughs> wife, wife, wife.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wife.
0: <laughs> Okay, okay.
1: Okay, okay Young <laughs> is the second son. Okay. Okay, so Ji the second son, Iris, and Chairman, the old guy. They like Hizu, but everyone else seems to freaking hate her. Like the Chairman's wife, Ophelia, the sister, Warren. Like, everyone seems to hate Hizu because she's just so bright and cheery. <laughs> so she takes off her shot and she says, I thought we could shake things up with our family dress code. It's a bit too depressing, isn't it? A color's never really hurt anybody.
0: Does she know that others... Ha- Don't like her? Yes. Oh, okay. But she
1: knows how to play the game.
0: mm, She's always
1: nice, she's always polite. Mm. So it's really hard for them to blatantly hate her. They just seem jealous. So
0: she's not dumb? No. Okay, okay, okay. And then
1: the chairman's wife, the sister, they both roll their eyes. But the chairman laughs. Revolutions all start with the smallest of changes, right? Oh, father, I'm not trying to start a revolution. I'm just wearing a new dress. She seems not into the game of family succession dynamic so that she can even bounce these little banters with the chairman. And it's probably what makes her so special in the family. And it's probably what makes him respect her the most in the whole family so far, out of all the daughter-in-laws and all of that. It even makes Iris respect her. Iris is like the opposite of hisu She's all game. She's all power play, but not hisu And she kind of likes her for it. So most of the dinner is uncomfortably silent, but we do see a quiet Jacqueline walk past in the background. Sneaky woman. She's walking past to the main home. So the dinner is being held in Hughes's backyard and she's walking to Iris's home.
0: Huh. She can just walk in like that? Yeah,
1: and when she walks in, she's enjoying the space and she's doing the K-drama move, the move that people do when they want to live your life, okay? <laughs> It's when they run their fingers across your tables. It's giving, this is gonna be mine. <laughs> I don't know why. That's like the cave drama symbol of I want your life, okay? I don't know what it is. And she's doing that in Iris's home and we start seeing her personality shine through. There is a whole table of all these meats that were prepared that are about to be taken out to the family to be served. And she just starts eating some of the prosciutto that had been neatly cut up and Margaret, the new maid, walks out. Good evening, madam. Who said that? Margaret. Oh. And Jacqueline responds, and who are you? I'm the new maid, Margaret. Oh. I'm not a madam. But it does sound so nice, doesn't it? Margaret looks confused, and another maid steps in. Excuse me, miss, who are you? Did you just eat that? What, I can't eat what you've prepared to be eaten? And she plops a strawberry off the table and walks off. Who the hell is that lady? So the maid that's been there longer knows that this is not a madam, this is not part of the family, Margaret didn't know. So now it's like this whole thing, who is this lady? (coughs) Now, back at the dinner, wine is served. There's indication that either Chairman Harold the old guy had an affair or there was another wife. So we're going to learn this throughout the episodes, but I'm just going to give it to you right now. Agatha, the chairman's wife, she is the mother of Warren, the first son, and Ophelia, the daughter. Mm. And she has been married to this man for his whole like his whole career. However, he had a mistress, and with that mistress, he had Cheong
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And today, the reason that they're having this family dinner and the reason that she told her little vocal lesson coach that she was having a blue day is because it was the dead mistress's- oh yeah, Tiong's mom is dead. Okay, dead mistress's birthday. What? And they're celebrating her birthday. And Agatha is pissed. So she's in a cranky mood. And Ophelia, the daughter, she's just always in an awful mood, okay? She's just an awful person. And she looks over at He's Who and says, Are you not sending Henry to boarding school? You know you have to send him abroad, right? By the seventh grade? That's how we do it in our family. Have you even started prepping? Young tries to protect his wife. Nuna, Ophelia, please. What? Is it because he's not really your son, so you don't give a shit? What? Because He's Who is the stepmom. You know? Oh. And the chairman wants her to continue. The old guy is sitting there saying, you know, it's better to have these things in the open rather than build resentment in the family. So please act like I'm not here and continue your conversations.
0: Wait, he wants some drama or something? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think he wants to see how they handle themselves. So mm. Hizu nods at him and turns to her and says, Ophelia, Henry is my son. Who are you telling that to? This isn't the movie industry filled with fake interviews, we know the truth. Ophelia, he's a little boy. I don't think anything he learns abroad will matter if he is without his parents, without his mother. But Iris interjects. Unfortunately, your son, and even my stepson, Elliot, will all have to study abroad by the 7th grade. They are not destined to live a normal life, he who, to have this nurturing way of thinking will not benefit your son in the long run. Start him on the cross and send him abroad by the seventh grade." Hisu looks at Iris and says, Thank you, but I will take care of my son. He is my son and he is my responsibility. And the chairman sits back and says, Indeed, that is my Hisu. What the fuck? Basic, he like really, really likes her. (laughs) Really likes her way of handling things, doesn't care about family succession, doesn't care about family traditions. She genuinely wants the best for her son.
0: Yeah, but if if that's what the chairman wants, then everybody else should be acting this way too. Why are they so like stuffy and... uh Yeah. So stuck up. Yeah, it's <laughs>
1: weird, right? Right?
0: Like, are you da- are you guys dumb? But I think she's
1: just very good at playing the game. Mm. She strikes me as someone who is so smart and charismatic, mm. I don't think anyone else could really pull it off. If they did, it would come off very insincere. Mm.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. It seems like he respects her for not being bullied by others, and she's just very, very clever, and never kisses anyone's ass like everybody else. Her husband seems really proud of his wife for that. But even Iris seems annoyed that she's so well loved by the chairman. So after dinner, the chairman stands up and states that today, he has a very, very special gift for someone very special. They walk in. A bunch of staff with a black velvet box. They open it up. It's like a fist-sized blue diamond.
0: Are you sure it's a blue diamond or a sapphire?
1: No, they say blue diamond.
0: Fist size blue diamond? He
1: said that he bought it at the Christie's auction in New York this week.
0: Fist size.
1: Fist size. Fist size. Yeah, fist up the butt size, <laughs> bro. I'm dead serious! Like how much is that?
0: Like a Hope Diamond? like.
1: Yeah, like how much is a Hope Diamond?
0: A billion dollars? (laughs) I mean,
1: the man just spent a billion dollars then, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay? So everyone's eyeing each other. And uh, this necklace is beautiful. And he says, today I will be giving this blue diamond to... Everyone is so excited. You can even see them swallowing. They're looking at the spouses like... It's gonna be me, right? But before he can state who it's for, one of his assistants whispers something in his ear and he starts shaking and mumbling and he tries to walk off, but he collapses on the grass. Collapses on the grass. And he died. Bro. He
0: fucking died. He
1: doesn't die, uh, but he's basically dead. Why am I laughing? What do you mean? He's like hospital bound. He's in a coma.
0: So nobody knows where he's about to give that diamonds to? Yes. Bro or who please. the next
1: chairman's going to be. So the blue diamond falls into the grass and now he's hospitalized. Allegedly, he fainted because he has high blood pressure, his cortisol levels were through the roof, he had a major health issues, health complications, and he just got news from his assistant that one of his close confidants had embezzled money through the company. He had a heart attack.
0: Yeah. And he didn't write a will at that age.
1: <sighs> well, he's not dead yet, so there's no will reading, you know. Oh. Yeah, so the family is gathered around in the hospital room. Do the reporters know? The doctor says his condition's not good. Unless we want to see share prices plummet, we need to appoint a new temporary president. We see Young take charge. OK, let's take it one step at a time. Get me legal and accounting on the phone right away. And then he walks off. Clearly, he seems the most well-versed in the business. Like, he's the clear choice if it has to be between these three kids who's going to be the temporary CEO. Meanwhile, the blue diamond is being stuffed back into the safe, and Agatha is not happy about it. She's ranting to Warren that the head of staff for her husband, the chairman, is not giving her the key to the safe. And she's ranting, I want that! They better give that to me if something happens to him.
0: Wait, isn't she 80? Yeah. (laughs) Why? Yeah,
1: and Warren's like, Mom, you don't think that he was going to give that to you anyway? You idiot. It's clear he was giving it to that bitch, he's who. Why would he give it to his (laughs) daughter-in-law? Because Chiyoung's mom is dead. It's her birthday, so it's obviously a gift for them. You're saying dad wanted to give his daughter-in-law a blue diamond because his mistress, Chiyoung's mom, is dead? Don't call her Chiyoung's mom. I am Chiyoung's mom. She was nothing but a mistress and a whore. Mom, that's not really something that you can change by forcing us to all call her a mistress and a whore. Or you, chi mom. Jesus. If you're gonna pick something to be stubborn about, pick something logical. I'm his mom! Me! <sighs> Warren leaves his wild mom to go back home, and his nightly routine, regardless of his dad's health status, includes scratching off lottery tickets. Yeah, um, he does Shut this- Shut the
0: front door?
1: Yes, he does it not because he likes a gambling fix, because, um, he genuinely hates working with his family. He genuinely hates his family. He genuinely hates working, period. So he wants to just be rich through the lottery. Yeah, and so many nights, he'll just scratch them off and give up on the couch and say, does anyone ever f- win this thing or not? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <gasps> Iris walks in, and she's looking at him with just utter disgust. When you get to the office tomorrow, read through the illegal bid report again and find out who stamped it first. Why? Cheong said he was going to take care of it. <sighs> Even if your little brother is going to be the next chairman, you should at least take up the role of a helper rather than a loser. Or at least try to turn the tide a little bit in your favor, right?
0: Wow. And
1: then you hear a massive crash they jump up and run out of the room and they see Agatha throwing wine bottles At one of the maids and the wine bottles are just crashing all over the ground just wine everywhere I told you to f- throw the wine away what did I say throw the wine away it was the bitch's favorite wine that f- Bitch what did I say Finally Warren does something he tells his staff to take care of his mom, check if the maid is hurt, and rush her to the hospital now. Agatha turns to Iris. You! How the hell are you training these goddamn staff? They can't even take an order, so f***ing useless. Mother, stop. Don't tell me you are being recorded right now. And we find out Mrs. Jew, the head of staff, has been recording everything on her phone. What? Iris calls her into the office and Mrs. Jew is on her knees begging for forgiveness. Why did you record it? Normally, Miss Agatha speaks so fast, I only recorded her so I could hear it again and make sure that I never missed her instructions. Please spare me.
0: (laughs) Wait, she was standing on the side with a cell phone recording?
1: No, Iris just always knew that she would record on her phone. I don't know how long she knew for.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: Of course I can spare you. Iris takes off her diamond <clears throat> ring. I will give you an address. Go bring this ring to be exchanged for cash. This used to be a famous English actress's wedding ring. It's four carats, flawless. You can easily get up to $700,000 for this one. I'm sorry? This is, this is too much. Is this not what you wanted? I'm not sure when the last time you read your employment contract was, but there was a strict NDA in there. The house in Gangnam that was given to you as part of your employment? Move out. And then she takes Mrs. Ju's phone to get all the files herself, and deletes them.
0: Yeah. Wait, what?
1: Well, she sends them to herself, so she doesn't really delete them.
0: Yeah. Wait, 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 so she gave her $700,000?
1: Yeah, to just que- keep quiet, basically.
0: And she basically bought the yeah, blackmail yeah. material.
1: Yeah, and she doesn't even fire her.
0: Oh. Uh... She
1: says that um, she's gonna blame it on the maid that didn't throw away the wine bottles. So she goes to see Agatha in her room, and all Agatha is doing is laying in her bed, playing Kostop on her iPad, which is like Korean poker. She literally doesn't care about what would have happened if Iris didn't handle this situation. Agatha, I've taken care of it. So you're telling me the bitch, the maid, Jamie, was recording me? Precisely. I knew it, you know? I knew it from the moment that you hired her. See, I have such a good eye for character. Mother? What? If you could please refrain from acting that way in front of the mates. What did you just say? Do you still love... Chairman? What? What kind of question is that? That man probably still loves that whore, probably even more so now that she's dead. (sighs) Do you know what it's like competing with a dead girl? With your rival, who's dead? It's hard to stay sane, okay? What were you saying? Nothing. Please rest well, mother. And Iris walks off. Apparently, Chairman Harold genuinely loved Chiyoung's mom, but she had to hide her entire life because she was a mistress, and that would be a huge company scandal. So that night, Hyesoo and Chiyoung start talking, and she's making sure that he's okay, because on his late mother's birthday, his father just suffered a heart attack, and now he's in a hospital unresponsive. And she just quietly asks, what was Henry's biological mother like? Why are we talking about someone who died so long ago? Because eight-year-old Henry is listening to rap music. He prefers the guitar over the violin, and that's not you. And I can't tell if he takes after me or if he takes after his biological mom. I heard you told him that he's just like his mom. who clearly seems insecure, so Chiyoung walks over and says, I was talking about you. Right, fine. I'm not gonna ask anymore. I shouldn't have asked to begin with. But you have to understand the complex as a stepmom. So the next day, we find out that Warren's son, so not Iris's son, this is Warren's son. She's also a stepmom, but he's like 27 years old. His name is Elliot. He lives in the US and he's flying back home today. And all the younger staff, or at least the woman, they're so excited. They hope that he's gonna just lay one eye on them and fall in love, love at first sight, they're gonna get married, and they're gonna go from being in the maid's room to the master bedroom. Oh. <laughs> Margaret is not amused. The head of staff, Mrs. Jew, is still there, and she's now training Margaret on how to interact with the young master when he arrives. And Margaret starts giggling. <laughs> what, what's so funny, Margaret? <laughs> it's just, sorry. It's just, I guess it feels so outdated that we have to call him young master. (laughs) (laughs) It's just kind of (laughs) funny. Yeah! This is another world, okay? Back in your world, it might be a little bit hee-hee-ha funny, but in this world, they are employers, we are employees. You should know your place so you don't get hurt, understand? Yes, Mrs. Drew, I will keep that in mind. And she goes to clean his room. And tell me how she's so sleepy that she falls asleep on his bed after making his bed. Okay, come on. Get <laughs> out of here. Right? But we're going to come back to that in a second. We're going to come back to that. Bro, but right let me now. Guess,
0: let, me get, let me guess. Let me guess. <laughs> the dude comes back, opens the door, and sees a woman laying on his bed. And he goes there, like, lays right next to her and falls asleep. And she wakes up. She's like,
1: No, this doesn't happen actually at all. <laughs> no, genuinely, it doesn't. <laughs> so, we're gonna come back to that. Okay, in the meantime, we see Agatha throwing food at her peacock in its fancy cage. Time to eat, my lovely. Eat your meals, my cutie. What is going on in this house? (laughs) Like there is no point in this scene that honestly I could have just omitted this scene But I just wanted you to know how unhinged this show in this house is now Ophelia This is the sister She's busy. Her son's not coming. She doesn't have a son. She doesn't have a new tutor She doesn't have all this drama going on. So Ophelia is trying to be the next temporary CEO She goes to meet with her older brother Warren to get a vote for her succession. Come on, you gotta push me, I'm smarter than you. (laughs) That's not very convincing, Ophelia. What, you were thinking of voting for Cheong? Are you out of your mind? Look, I might not have what it takes, oh, but I know someone who does. My son, Elliot. (laughs) Your son, Elliot, is 26 years old and he hasn't even worked in the company for a single day. Look, I'll take over, okay? And when he's ready, I'll pass the crown. (laughs) Oh yeah? You just want me to trust you? Since when have you been so trustworthy? Or else what? What's your other option? Give it to Young. Did you forget that he has a son too, you idiot? And look at how much dad loves Hezu. I mean, this is just so stuck. Anyway, I gotta go. Elliot's coming home. So he goes home and Elliot comes in stone cold hearted bitch. He doesn't even seem happy to be back home with his dad. He greets Iris. This is how they all greet each other. This is like family. Just a nod. That's it. Go up to your room. We've kept it the way it is, Elliot. It's nice to have you back.
0: Is he handsome though? Is that a handsome young man? Yeah, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, is, what is he wearing? Is he wearing suits or is he wearing like, <laughs> jersey or what is he wearing? He's wearing really like
1: business casual.
0: Uh, oh, okay. Yeah,
1: so not like a suit, cause he's, kind of like unemployed right now, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like not a jersey, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And right at that moment, we see Margaret wake up and waltz off and she runs into Elliot on the stairs and the two of them share a glance before she brushes past him and it goes in slow-mo and he whiffs her perfume, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, uh. It's that moment, mm-hmm, it is. Anyway, Iris instructs Margaret, the new maid, to formally introduce herself to Agatha. And she says, but remember, Agatha doesn't like loud voices, so keep it down. Agatha is in her room, hugging it out with her grandson, showing him affection when there's a knock. And Margaret walks in. I was instructed to formally introduce myself. Hello, Mrs. Agatha. I am Margaret, the new maid. You stupid girl with no manners. Who told you to come in? You can only come in when I'm cleaning! When I'm not here, don't be seen! So classless! Leave right now! Elliot looks disgusted and shocked by his own grandmother's actions, and Margaret seems humiliated, and she runs off. Now that night, the whole family have a family dinner at Iris' home. Like, the whole family. Except for Chairman, because he's in the hospital, right? Uh, they're, They're welcoming Elliot back. There are staff waiting on the sides of the massive dining room, just like watching them eat, ready to pick up a fork for them, I don't know, cut their steak for them, give them a back rub if they want, including Margaret, she's standing there. So while the whole family, the whole Han family are there, okay, I put in eye drops, I'm not crying. So anyway, the whole family has gathered for dinner and at the dinner, Agatha is supposed to say a prayer. But she says, no thanks, I'm thinking of converting to Buddhism. I don't want to see your father in heaven, you know? He's who leans over with a little quirky smile. Mother, do you have faith you're going to go to heaven? (laughs) With what courage do you have to be that cheeky with me? Uh, uh. From the power of Elliot and Henry being here when the kids are around, you never yell or you never get angry. During dinner, Warren tells Elliot before he goes back to the U.S. he should intern at the company. And Elliot is quiet. So his dad is confused, like, why aren't you responding? Chiyoung tries to be a better uncle. Is there anything else you would like to do, Elliot? It's not like it matters, Uncle Chiyoung. My fate has been decided for me. Even going to study abroad when I didn't want to, that was decided for me. Agatha interjects, Well don't worry, I have plans to send Elliot off to marriage soon. To the eldest daughter of Chairman Roe of Young One Group. I met her at a wedding, she's quite a fine girl. (laughs) Chiyoung interjects, I think more than that it matters whether or not Elliot likes her. Do you like her, Elliot? I don't think I know what it feels to have feelings for someone. You've never met a woman and had your heart race? Iris glances at Elliot, and he doesn't respond. Meanwhile, the staff are in the back gossiping about the whole family. Oh yeah, as they're prepping dessert. Apparently, Elliot's biological mom left the house when Elliot was 10 years old. Warren, the first son, used to be a raging alcoholic. He would break things, hit the first wife, he was so violent, he'll cut it off now, thanks to Iris. Oh. That's so interesting. So strange. I always wondered why he even listens to Iris. He seems like he's obedient to her. Yeah, because her family is filthy rich, too. She was born an aristocrat, basically. He knows he can't mess with her. But why would she then marry such an idiot, then? If she's wealthy all on her own. Because when the rich get married, they don't do it for love. It's a business transaction. But... I mean, listen, I think both the wives are incredible. Raising sons that aren't even yours, stepsons? Well, it doesn't seem too crazy, right? Even Tion was born out of wedlock. Meanwhile, Ophelia is in the empty dining room after the family dinner throwing Hermes dishes at her husband Spencer. The maids are watching and whispering, each one is thirteen hundred dollars. Dang there goes another and a Goodbye, Hermes. Is this what it's like to throw money around, literally? It's... Oh my god, that vase is a cultural artifact. Ophelia is picking up a vase, looks at it, places it down, and grabs an Hermes dish and starts throwing it. Who's the bitch you were secretly talking to on the balcony? The manager of the tennis club. How many times do I have to tell you? You liar! And she's about to throw another one, but Iris and who have stepped in and Iris screams, enough. WHAT THE HELL ARE YOU DOING IN HERE?! And the three women sit down. I'll replace them. Your dishes. I only threw the ones that I could repurchase, so don't worry. You're no longer welcome in my home, Ophelia. Who are you to break my things? I will no longer condone you, nor your mother's actions. If word gets out, the group's reputation would be ruined. (sighs) Are you really trying to convince me that you care about the group's image? You only ever cared about yours. Watch what you say to me. I'm your elder in seniority. He's who tries to intervene. Because, okay, so in Korean culture, even if, let's say you are the second daughter, right? And you have an older brother. Even if the older brother marries a girl that's younger than you, she rises in seniority. It's absolutely nuts. So I don't know their ages, but technically it makes sense. Anyway, he's who tries to interject. Please, guys, let's not do this while father is sick. And Ophelia, I really think you should be evaluated.
0: Evaluated?
1: <laughs> what? Are you playing games right now? Are you trying to be cute and quirky? And who even knows if I can trust a therapist? If word gets out about all of this family drama, are you going to take responsibility? How can I trust anyone? I know a really good counselor. You could talk to her. She's incredible and you can trust her. No. I'm not doing that, Hisu. I don't trust her and I don't trust anyone in this world. Iris smirks. Don't trust anyone, then. But you are no longer allowed in this home when I'm home. Meanwhile, Cheong gets a call that Henry has indigestion and Jacqueline is helping him release that indigestion via acupuncture on his finger!
0: Wait, 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 wait.
1: The second son. Henry, Jacqueline is the tutor. So Cheong is like, babe, we gotta go. Our son has indigestion and the tutor oh. is trying to poke his hand with oh, acupuncture.
0: Oh oh, the little Henry.
1: Yeah, the little Henry. Oh. And so Chiung runs over <laughs> with Hisu and Chiung's mad at the tutor. And is telling Jacqueline like never do acupuncture again. He has his own doctors. Just let us know if he has indigestion. And then he storms off. But Hisu doesn't like the way that he's talking to Jacqueline. She's overly conscious of how she talks to people because the last thing she wants are for people to feel like they're this rich stuck-up family. It's called kapji, which is like rich people shenanigans, like when they're just power-tripping, okay? And Jacqueline apologizes to he's who once Tiong is gone. I'm sorry for doing this without asking. It's okay. It's because my husband has never tried acupuncture, so maybe he's a bit hesitant, but um, just enjoy the rest of your night. You can go now. So she leaves to her room because she lives with them. Meanwhile, Margaret the maid is also in her room. Everyone that works for these people, they get their own rooms and their own houses, and she's talking to Mother Emma on the phone. Because remember, the nun used to be her former boss. Because she used to be the elementary school teacher at the Catholic run Elementary School, remember?
0: Yes, 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 yes. And so
1: Mother Emma is asking, how do you like your new job? How are you, you know,
0: acclimating?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's great, Mother Emma, but the house is a bit strange. Yes, well, all rich families are strange. I just, I guess I always thought rich people never had worries or even anger, but I guess I was wrong. Margaret, they're all living in hell. What? They will never know satisfaction. They're always hungry for more and their greed will throw them in prison. Huh, I guess I never thought about it like that. But Mother Emma, how do you know rich families so well? Me? Well, of course I know them well. And they hang up, and Margaret tries to fall asleep. She's tossing and turning, and she finds herself outside going for a walk. And she ends up in, like, the glass pool house. It's, like, this massive—it could be a mansion on its own, but every single wall is glass. See-through, like a greenhouse, basically, but modern. Hmm. Yeah, nobody lives there, and Elliot is there listening to music. Oh, sorry. I was just on a walk because I couldn't sleep. I will be on my way back. I didn't know you were here. Now, Margaret had ended up sleeping on his bed, remember? And her hairpin had fallen off. And he had seen her wear the other side of the hairpin. So he walks up to her and hands it to her. Did you fall asleep in my room? Oh, um, I when I was making your bed, I fell asleep not on your bed. She did. Not on your bed, but like on the floor, leaning up against the bed, and it was, I just closed my eyes for two seconds. I'm sorry, it'll never happen again. So you slept well. Excuse me? Maybe we should switch rooms then. I'm sorry? Uh, uh,
0: uh.
1: It'll be fun. Like, rich boy is bored, okay? (laughs) He wants to sleep in the maid's quarters. and she says oh um i can't do that and the two of them start walking back home together in silence and it feels like a love story is brewing and elliot is laying in margaret's room she is in his room and they're both yes and they're both falling asleep thinking of each other and it's honestly cute like finally some happiness in this drama-filled show everyone Though, like, money doesn't buy happiness, blah, blah, blah. Look at this show. And while I agree, a little extra money never hurt anyone. A little extra money gave me a pip in my step. It helps you live your best life, right? And Chime's online checking account is here to help you achieve that, help you live your best life. With Chime's online checking account, you can actually get paid up to two days earlier. With a qualifying direct deposit, with a Chime checking account, you can actually open up what feels like a whole new world. You can get paid up to two days earlier and with spot me you can have fee free overdrafts overdrafts up to $200 without fees All you have to do is set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a purchase that exceeds your balance. I love that Chime has no monthly minimum balance or overdraft fees. You can also pay friends through Chime, like no matter what bank account they use, and you can cash out your money fee-free. You also get access to 60,000 fee-free ATMs, which is more than like the top three national banks combined, and you can easily find one on the Chime app. Signing up for Chime takes minutes, so join the millions of other Chime members and sign. Up today. Get started at chimecom baking. That's Chime.com baking. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out of network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Now back at Hisu's house. The main character, the second son's wife, she's going downstairs at night, alone, to grab water. Everyone has gone to sleep, and she sees Jacqueline in the living room, dancing alone, wearing her orange dress from the dinner party.
0: That is so awkward, what do you say?
1: What are you doing? Oh, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I saw the dress in the laundry room and the maid said it needed to be dry cleaned so I just thought I would try it on. It was just so beautiful. That is my dress. I'm so sorry. I will bring it back. And with that, Jacqueline looks her in the eye and takes off the dress, revealing a skimpy nightdress underneath. And just confidently waltzes off. He's always shocked. (laughs) Okay? Like, I don't know how she still has a job after this, if I'm being honest with you. (sighs) Hizu walks over to Jacqueline's room and knocks on the door, and this time she's changed into her professional clothes again, and she apologizes. I'm very sorry. I believed everyone to be asleep. Moving forward, I will never lay my hands on what is yours. Yes, I think that would be good to avoid misunderstandings. You should go to bed now. Hizu starts walking up, but Jacqueline isn't going to bed. Instead, she comes out walking behind her... And in full view, she brushes her hand against the table.
0: In front of her? To
1: in her? In front of his who's face as she's walking past.
0: Wait, so he's who saw it? Yes.
1: And at the end, she glances at he's who and they make eye contact. What the fuck is going on? It's like these power games. No, some shit is going on. She's crazy! She's crazy! Uh Okay, and then we see a flash forward to a person that died and it looks to be one of the four women It's either Iris, Hisu, Jacqueline, or Margaret The murder, the victim So it's either the Iris, the first son's wife, Uh Hisu, the second son's wife, Margaret, the maid, or Jacqueline, the tutor Huh The next morning, who wakes up and she's up and ready to tackle the day. She's got meetings with an art gallery that she's throwing an exhibit for, for kids' paintings. Like, very busy lady. And she's also fully recovered from what happened last night. And she tells Jacqueline, I was very shocked last night, but I wonder if maybe being abroad has made you much more free-spirited. Again, Miss Hizu, I apologize. You have really nice legs, though. Do you work out? Um, are you athletic? I used to ride horses. Oh, yeah, I heard that will build muscle. Anyway, let's have a drink tonight, get to know one another, and make sure Henry drinks his milk after class, but don't microwave it. Jacqueline nods, and he's was honestly so nice that it I think it confuses her. I think it kind of pisses her off. Like, that's the vibe she gets. She almost has like a what the fork look when he's was so nice to her. <laughs> And now the other house, Iris's house, is also a huge shit show. Elliot is gonna meet his fiance for like the second time ever. She's like another Tibor baby and she's coming over to introduce herself formally to all of the women in the family. Warren is talking to Iris in the closet. I don't know. Why doesn't he have any reactions to getting married? If he doesn't like it, he doesn't even show it. If he likes it, he doesn't show it. Warren, never mind that. It's a very important time right now. Everyone knows that your father is not okay in health. Everyone who wants a piece of our pie is coming. So be on your best behavior. I don't know what you're talking about. Woman, alcohol, gambling, none of it is allowed. Or at least don't get caught. Meanwhile, Iris is looking into mother Emma who is the counselor that Hizu was recommending to Ophelia. So Hizu is obviously very close with this nun for whatever reason. And Iris is dealing with her own shit right now. She found in her housekeeper's phone a video of her breaking up with someone. And they were watching her too, the housekeeper. And Iris is clearly having an affair. And she's really shaken up about this, not because, not because she loves her husband or thinks that he's gonna divorce her, but she's Googling the share prices, Googling her name nonstop to see if a scandal is gonna happen. She's really worried, like genuinely.
0: She broke up with her, the, the, the person that she, she's cheating with.
1: Yes, yeah. Okay. And so Mrs. Jew is holding a meeting with all of the staff and calls Jacqueline to join, and she brush and she rushes in. What is this? Mrs. Jew is ready to dig into her. She's the head of all the staff. Every Monday we have staff meetings. We told you that when you were first hired. So why haven't you shut up the past, past Monday? As staff, we keep in close touch to solve problems swiftly and we make sure that we are on top of everything for the family. Jacqueline smiles before she says, Henry, Henry is my only concern. Do not call me for anything that doesn't concern Henry because that's not my job. Mrs. Jew freaks out. Do not call me? Hey, get your head out of your ass. Jacqueline spins around. Do not order me around, how dare you? Do not boss me around. Anyway, I must go. Henry's school supplies are coming in and I've got to get them organized. And she marches off. (coughs) So like, this lady is doing some weird power plays, okay? And on Jacqueline's way out, she runs into Ophelia, the sister. And Ophelia says, and you are? Henry's new tutor. Nice to meet you, I'm Jacqueline. Have I seen you from somewhere? I would highly doubt it, miss. Right. Our boundaries on this world are very different, aren't they? There's no way that I know you, but I was just saying it as courtesy. Anyway, take good care of our Henry. He's only half of us, so make sure you give him some extra help. So is implying that his mom is probably not from the wealthy world.
0: <coughs> mm-hmm
1: and Jacqueline looks pissed. I'm sorry, what do you mean by that? You don't need to know everything. You're dismissed. And with that, Ophelia walks off and storms into her mom's room, and she's pissed about how Chiyong, her half-brother, is going to get the CEO position. And Agatha says, well, he is the best one for the job. Oh, yeah, Mom? Just give it to the bastard kid, why don't you? Look, Elliot's fiance is coming. Oh, how many shares of our company does her family have? Wait, are you trying to push the temp position on Warren then? With this engagement, you're going to secure his position? So basically, Agatha wants them to get engaged because Warren is Elliot's dad. So the family of the girl, the new fiance, they own shares in the company. They're going to want Warren to be the temp CEO because that's like the line of succession. Uh-huh. They want their daughter to be in that line, you know, uh-huh. so this is why he's all of a sudden getting engaged
0: <clears throat>
1: And she's upset about that because she wants to be the CEO But it doesn't matter as long as Cheong is not the CEO uh-huh. at least to Agatha because that's not her son So Ophelia gets a call that the bread from their massive bread chain is getting ripped apart on social media And she's pissed off and she's yelling at her mom. You should have left me in charge of the hotels Hotels. What the hell am I doing with a bunch of frickin' bakeries? Yeah, how dare you yell at your mother. You have 3,000 bakeries in your branch, you idiot. Warren is in control of three hotels. Three, you fool! So go bring me some cream puffs on the way home. I'm craving some sugar. So Ophelia storms off to the bakery and she shuts it down. She's kicking all the customers out. The staff are out there just lined up, head bowed. They're looking so stressed, looking so scared. And she's screaming, and why is our cream puff getting ripped apart on social media right now? Are you not doing your jobs? She walks up to the manager and pushes him with a finger. I said, answer me. No answer. She walks over to the cream puffs. This one has too little cream. This one has too much cream. And she's throwing them, chucking them one by one at the staff, okay? This, this right here is supposed to fall apart, crumble when you hold it, delicate. This is not delicate. This is supposed to melt in your mouth. Why the hell does it feel like leather? And she's throwing it at them. Did you not train the employees well? Why are you pissing me off? How many times do I have to tell you guys? And she starts smearing cream all over the bakery staff. She's losing her
0: goddamn mind.
1: <laughs> and so that night, the tutor, Jacqueline, goes for a swim and she sees He's Who, the wife, jumping rope outside the home. Mrs. He's Who, uh, something must be stressing you out. Oh, yeah, how did you know? Your old interview said that you jumped rope when you're stressed. But now that you're a Chebar's wife, maybe there are more fitting exercises. Exercises have class distinctions now. I like to just do what I like to do, okay? I'm not going to lose myself here. It's like one of the hardest things to do in this compound. Like your swimsuit, by the way. And Jacqueline is shocked. But both of them walk in to share a glass of wine together. And Tisu says, you know, I'm curious about you as a person. Are you married? No but you've been in love. Yes, to the point where I wanted to die. Did you get over him? No. No matter how much time passes, I just can't get over him. Why did you let him go then? Because he was too close to the sun. To the sun? Yeah. The story of Icarus flying too close to the sun and the wings melted off.
0: Maybe she's talking about the other side. Mmm.
1: Very interesting. I like it. Ah, the story of Icarus. You're very interesting, Jacqueline. I like it. But do you think that your painful ex-love still thinks about you? I wonder. Do you ever regret that love? No. But I think if I were to go back to that time, I would have made a different decision. Well. I won't ask anymore. It's getting a bit too deep. And Jacqueline glances at He engagement ring, implying, implying, dun dun, 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 dun that Chi Young is her first love.
0: What is her love?
1: Okay, so there are so many things leading up to this, right? All of the weird glances and like. Okay, I didn't want to play too much into it because I hated that it was so noticeable, literally from the get-go. The way that she was dying to get into this house, the way that all of it, they just kept mentioning how Henry's mom is dead. Henry's mom is dead. Henry's mom is dead. And then the way that Chiyoung, the husband, would even glance at Jacqueline the first time they met, it was almost not a look of shock, not even, like, it's just they lingered too long on his face and his face had two different emotions. It wasn't distinct, but it wasn't just a pleasant, oh, so nice to meet you. Uh Even when Jacqueline was doing acupuncture on Henry, the way that the husband was looking at her was just odd.
0: Oh, and that's why she say Henry is her priority. Yes. Because that's her kid.
1: Yes. (gasps) There's been so many hints, and then she said that she got her leg muscles from horseback riding, right? And in one of the scenes we see flash by, there is a picture of the husband horseback riding, and it seems like he's an avid horseback rider.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it just seems like Ji is her love, and she is the biological mom, but it doesn't make sense because- But does
0: Ji recognize her?
1: Um, yes. It seems like it.
0: But he's pretending not to- Because he told Hizu. That she died? She's dead. But that's still like- Or
1: maybe he also thought that she's dead.
0: But Let the dead person is alive.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: So maybe she did plastic surgery, like changed her facial?
1: Yeah, I don't know, right? Fascinating though.
0: Yeah. No?
1: So after wine, who goes to see her husband in his office and he look, looks at her so lovingly. And he says, did you drink? And a glass of wine with the new tutor. And again, something very brief in his face looks like, ugh, like he doesn't like the sound of that. But it could also be interpreted by Hizu as like he doesn't like her, you know, hanging out with the staff or he doesn't like her drinking wine. And she says, anyway, come sleep later when you're done with work. But instead, Chiyoung picks her up and starts carrying her to the bedroom instead. And it's really cute. Jacqueline sees it and she looks very annoyed. And the next day, Elliot's fiancé is coming, so he's who and all the other women are meeting at the house, the main house, Iris's house, and Margaret is waiting her arrival, and Mrs. Jew tells her, when guests arrive, you lower your head to 30 degrees, lead the guests to the house three steps only, and open the door, and don't forget to smile. Margaret does exactly what she's told, and Elliot sees his new fiancé walk in, and he just nods briefly at her, but instead the whole time he's just looking at Margaret. All the women are gathered with Margaret for a nice little luncheon and the potential fiance comes with gifts. Her name is Ari and she seems really into Elliot. But during the whole encounter, Elliot's just staring at Margaret.
0: Like very obviously?
1: No, but like we know.
0: Oh, okay. okay. And like
1: Ari seems very bubbly, but just Elliot just isn't into her. You know, it's like the stereotypical love triangle between Like, the the girl that they're supposed to marry is never that bad. She's honestly usually a nice Nepo baby, who, like, loves him and is very privileged and, like, has really good social skills. But he's like, I want that depressed one in the back over there. (laughs) He says, she the the depresso? Come here. You got some flavor, sit on my lap. (laughs) Like that's, I don't know why that's the thing. Okay, so Margaret's in the back all depressed and he's like, man, she's cute.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the cute little engagement dinner, it doesn't even last that long because they're back to business. By the next morning, the Han family wake up to a scandal in the works. The news is slowly spreading. Ophelia's bakery blowout had been recorded. <laughs> Iris's assistant asks if she needs him to call the PR team. No. She dug her own grave. Let's let her sit in it for a while. Everyone is ignoring Ophelia's calls. Mm -hmm. Only Agatha Mm -hmm. is the one freaking out. And she's calling Hizu. And she's demanding Hizu come right away. And when she comes in through the door, she demands, YOU GO OUT THERE AND YOU SAY SOMETHING! Mother, for something like this, it requires an apology, not a statement. Ophelia bursts into Agatha's room. First, I think Ophelia should apologize to the victim personally. The victim?! He purposely is trying to ruin my life right now! I heard he's talking to reporters to screw me over! Why should I apologize to someone who hates me so damn much? How could he like you, Ophelia? He must feel so wronged and enraged right now. Why should he feel so enraged? He can't do his job! Yes, but imagine how you would feel if someone threw cream puffs at you. And Agatha freaks out. Who the hell dare throw cream puffs at my daughter? <laughs> Mother, that's what I'm saying. He's a treasured son and father to his own family. He, they must feel just how as you feel. Ugh, fine, I'll just pay him. He wants money, so we'll give him money. And Agatha says, anyway, talk about this later. He's a you. Go talk to the reporter. They only want to talk to you. Mother, are you sure you're okay with this? I will be breaking one of the rules. What rules? Number two of the 10 family rules. No interviews with reporters. Oh my God, when did you ever follow the rules? Go! Okay, yes, I will meet the reporter, although meeting them is not gonna fix the problem. What the hell do you mean it's not gonna fix the problem? Fix it! I cannot. I am not the one who caused the problem. You're
0: trying to use her, right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not apologizing. <sighs> Sister, please get treatment. <laughs> if you keep doing this, you will end up in prison and not a hospital.
0: Is she is she talking in this sarcatic, sarcastic sarcastic yes. tone?
1: Agatha and Ophelia both get up. Yeah. <sighs> and she turns around. You too, mother.
0: And she walks out. We should tell the mother to get help? Yeah.
1: (laughs) But again, she does it in such a genuine, like, sarcastic way. It's really hard. Like, she's not saying, like, you need to get help, you know? It's very, like, you need to get help, or else you'll end up in prison. And she's doing this, like, with her head bowed. And then she's going, you too, mother and walks away (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) and they both can't do anything. She's very smart. Even the mom turns to Ophelia once Hesu has gone and says, you, act a bit more civilized. So who goes to meet with reporters and they ask her to sell her story so that the group can suppress the cream puff story. And she says, what do you mean? We mean we can help you bury the story of the cream puff freak out. Because we want your story instead. You were married six years ago to the chairman's son. But it is true that you have a son that is eight years old, correct? It's not a secret. I don't think I have anything to hide. Um, My son lost his biological mother in a car accident. And afterwards, he was able to meet his other mom. Me. Me. And even though we are not blood, we are mother and son and nothing is going to change that. So run that story too if you want, but imagine how that son would feel. Imagine that son is your son. Even if he knows the truth, he will have to read it every single day in the papers, he will have his friends talking about it. And what kind of journalist does that make you? Write about whatever you want to write about. But you should write about the cream puff story all you want. Rich people doing heinous things needs to stop. They all need to learn somehow, right? And she walks off. So again, she's not hiding it. She's not ashamed of the fact that she's not his biological mom. Like, she genuinely just loves Henry. And even the way that she deals with the reporters is smart. She's saying, you can run this story, but I'm letting you know you guys are going to be the bad guys at the end. Do you still want to run the story? You want to be the bad guy? Or you want to run a story where the rich people are the bad guys? Do what you want. So we learn in flashbacks how Hee-Soo even met Young and Henry. She was traveling in England, and she had already become a successful actress at this point, but she just felt so empty on the inside. She is telling Mother Emma this, the nun. And she said that she just needed to clear her head, ends up at this sushi restaurant eating omakase at the bar. And she sees this the only other Asian guy staring at her the whole two hours of omakase staring at her so much that he's like choking on water when she glances at him. And they went on a date. He was working at a bookstore in London. Yeah, he was.
0: What? She has no idea.
1: she went there every day to buy English books that she would never read. She can't Uh. even read English. And she remembered thinking in that moment, Okay, fine. I'm going to marry this guy. And even if I'm going to be the provider, it's going to be okay.
0: And she's what?
1: laughing with Mother Emma as she's telling the story. And she said, "It, but it's tricky because after we got married, all of my achievements and even my flaws were ripped apart by the press. You know, I once quit college to pursue acting and when I was a successful actress, people said it was admirable. The press said I was ballsy and passionate and driven and I knew what I wanted and I went after it. But now that I was marrying into this family, it became a big flaw. She's not even college educated, they said. Everything I had achieved on my own, it was ignored as if it was nothing, as if it wasn't good enough for the family. And she tells all of this to Mother Emma, and Mother Emma asks, but do you love him? And she says, more than anything, how could you not love that guy? and mother emma is moved to tears listen i have a sneaking suspicion right now because apparently everyone that is supposedly dead is not dead oh. i feel like mother emma is kiung's mom do you not feel like it oh. because she knows so much about rich people she knows so much about the family she's yeah. saying things like oh they're they're all in hell yeah, they're all literally really in prison. why is
0: everyone dead like just doesn't make sense yeah right yeah yeah, I can see that.
1: So I feel like if we're on the trend of dead people not actually being dead and lurking around, she's Chiyoung's mom and what's she's... What's the show's name? Mine. Like, that's mine.
0: Oh, ah, like, uh, There you go. There you go.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Something sounds fishy. It's a sneaking suspicion. I could be very wrong. Don't make fun of me if I am. I haven't finished the series. And that night, Mother Emma gets another visitor. Iris. She's just super stressed out about this little blackmail material and all of that. So she goes to the church on Jesus' direction. She goes to the back office, lays down, and Mother Emma tells her, close your eyes, Iris, and think of your heart as a closet. Now envision yourself opening that closet. We see Iris in this room with this wooden wardrobe in front of her. And she goes to open it slowly, hesitantly. She reaches out her hand and she's shaking. But she pulls it open, and as she closes her eyes, she hears Mother Emma's voice. Iris, you must look. And she opens her eyes and starts crying. What is in there, Iris? What? Inside, there's a white button-down shirt with paint splatter. She has a vision of her and her old love, the one that she had an affair with. Her first love is also the one that came back and had an affair while they were married. And it is a woman named Susie. So Iris is not straight. And I don't know why this made me so happy. Like, I don't know why. I was just like, I knew she was too good for men. No offense. (laughs) Yeah, she was like giving me, oh, all of that and I was so excited, okay? So mother Mother Emma stated that night Iris took off the very heavy mask that she had been wearing. Wow. I
0: know. But
1: I'm I'm like kind of nervous, kind of intrigued to see how it plays out. okay nervous because I don't want this to like I don't want this to become our whole character. You know, I want her to be a full-bodied character that, like, because sometimes, you know, shows, they're like, okay, let's add in a gay character and make that their whole persona after this, right? So I hope they don't do that to her, because that's not how it should be depicted. But also, another thing, I'm very interested to see how it plays out, because South Korean culture and society, especially when you're talking about chebars, I don't know how they're gonna, how it's gonna play out with society, how it's gonna play out with stocks and all of that. Huh. Now, back at home, her stepson, Elliot, finds himself knocking on Margaret's door.
0: Hey, is that why Iris likes... Ch- ch- Kisoo? Kisu? No, I don't oh. think so, yeah. Okay. I don't think so, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, going back to what we, what were you saying?
1: Yeah. So back at home, her stepson finds himself, Elliot, finds himself knocking on Margaret's door. Let's switch again. Oh, sorry. Young... Not Young Master. Elliot... I cannot. For the first time in a long time, I fell asleep for a long time in your room. So let me sleep in here more. No, sir, I cannot. Margaret tries to send him off, but he calmly asks again. Please? (sighs) Okay, but this is the last time.
0: Just sleep in the same bed, I know. come on man. But
1: what's crazy is you actually see another maid listening and watching behind the see, hallway. I knew it. So like... some shit is gonna go down, okay? Margaret goes to Elliot's room and as she runs in there, the door to the main home opens and Iris walks in. After her meeting with Mother Emma. And she hears something. Here's what? Jacqueline is leaving through the back. She doesn't see Jacqueline, but we get a flashback. Jacqueline had snuck into the house and without knocking, slammed open the door to Agatha's room. And Agatha looks like she had seen a ghost. Here is my guess. Agatha paid her off to get away from Cheong. Uh-huh. Or like the chairman did or somebody did uh-huh. and she is the biological mom of Henry and uh-huh. Agatha thought that she's gone uh-huh. That she was never gonna come back uh-huh. Or Agatha paid to get her killed in a car accident. I don't know, but she looks shocked to see Jacqueline
0: So okay, so so Agatha knows her. Yes. That's for sure.
1: Yes But then this is where I'm gonna leave you on a cliffhanger Ah! When Jacqueline goes back to Jesus house The husband has been nothing but a perfect husband, right? But this time, they run into each other in the hallway at night. She's on her way to her room, he's on his way to his. And as they walk past each other, they pause and she ever so slightly brushes her hand against his and he doesn't snatch his hand away. He lets it happen! And after Bro. they walk off, she smiles an evil smirk as if everything oh is going god. according to plan.
0: Oh my god, no! <laughs> oh my god. And, and uh, Hisu Yeah. Is the one that's gonna get f- over.
1: It seems like it, yeah.
0: She's the one that, that, she's the only one that doesn't have a clue on what's going on.
1: Um, she doesn't have a clue on what's going on, but I have faith that he's who is too smart.
0: Mm. I have faith that
1: she's not just gonna sit there and take it. Mm. She's very nice, but she's incredibly clever and smart, and she's good at winning people over. She is loved by the public, it seems mm-hmm. like more than most of the people in the family.
0: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I don't think that she's gonna lay there and take it.
0: I like this show. This show seems yes. very smart.
1: Oh yeah, and oh, I can't wait to show you some of like the... Oh, maybe we will do an episode two. Do you guys want a part two on this one? There's like 16 <laughs> episodes. I know I have like 25 different things running concurrently and I haven't done part twos on those, but please let me know in what the comments. What episode are you... Two.
0: Shut the They're like an hour and
1: 15 minutes long each.
0: You just finished episode two? Yeah.
1: What? Yeah.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: You a lot.
0: Wow, wow, so, wow.
1: What are your thoughts? Please leave it in the comments. And uh, it, I heard it only gets juicier. Things are going to start ramping up, so let me know. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.